0: there are no accidents. You are here for a reason. Everyone you meet brings a lesson you are meant to learn. Welcome to Meant to Be, a show that covers the tools and teachings of spirituality and personal development to help us connect with our soul, build a relationship with the divine, and step into our true gifts. I'm your host, Janine Ellsworth, and I thank you for sharing this space with me. Our time here together was meant to be. Let's get into the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Meant to Be. I'm Janine, your host, and I'm excited to be back for the second day in a row. I think I'll be able to post this today. It's pretty awesome and exciting because I'm just like reinvigorated because of really the holiday season. But like, don't get me wrong, like I don't like Christmas. Don't tell anybody. I kind of hate this season It it brings up all of my shit brings up all of my uh, insecurities and my money issues and it's really really a hard time and I know that there are some people out there who are having an especially hard time because they are dreading the idea of getting together with family and so that's why I want to come on more more frequently over the next um, couple of weeks until we get through the big holiday push because so many people are having a rough time even though we like we desperately missed our family through COVID and we had to cancel so many events but like things are back kind of to normal-ish uh, or the new normal anyway and some of the old toxic patterns are, are coming up again so that's why We did a show yesterday about the throat wound and what happens where our communication just kind of breaks down and if we're not getting our messaging out right and where that can kind of come from and uh, some tips and tools on how you can heal your throat wound. So if you haven't checked out episode 10, do that. But today we're going to talk about the G-Center and I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, so some of you all are anticipating the holidays with dread. You might have that really nitpicky aunt or aunt, some of you say, um, or a critical uncle or cousins who are just sort of judgmental. Uh, We oftentimes fall into old patterns and roles that we grew up with, even though as adults we are totally different and we've defined ourselves and we've got maybe great careers or wonderful families of our own. And yet, we can fall right back into some old patterns when we get together with our families, can't we? Uh, a lot of people are dreading more facetime and more togetherness because sometimes, and we slip into these old habits, because our family members may be. Haven't evolved the way that we have, and they don't necessarily value us or each other for who we are deep down. And that could be really hard. And maybe that's why we only get together with them once a year. And if you have a family that's intact and functional, and you don't get passive aggressive remarks or you don't get your feelings hurt over the holidays, like good on you. You are a rare breed. But for those of you who are a little bit a little bit hesitant and worried a little bit about having another passive aggressive remark about your uh cookies or your uh recipe not being as good as it sh- could be or as good as your aunt Susie's well this episode is for you um you know our family and our friends and our just anybody in the whole wide world we have each of us this energetic blueprint that we came to earth with right and by which I'm saying we can use human design as the lens or the framework or the kind of window to look through to understand what that energetic blueprint is in every single element of our energy has a high vibe expression and a low vibe expression So when you look up your chart and you see that you are a manifester or a generator or a um, projector or a reflector, each of those overarching energy types uh, has a high vibe way of expressing itself and a low vibe way of expressing itself. And so a lot of times, People are expressing themselves. They don't even realize that there's power and radiance and light and love to be exuded through their bodies in such a way that they embody the high vibe expression of everything they came into their life with. And that's because they've been conditioned. Most of us have been conditioned. And so. Uh, I'm going to talk about what conditioning really is. I think we have done that before, but we're going to get into a little bit more specificity today. but unfortunately, most of us are living life in our lower vibe. we don't even realize it, but we come with uh we come into the world with all these magical powers and then slowly but surely over time, we feel shame we get disciplined and so we start to tell stories and believe stories about ourselves about our self-worth about who we are and how valuable we are and so really those those are the times that we start to develop our shadow or our lower expression of ourselves and we stop using our energetic powers for the good that they really truly are because we didn't learn as children how to express them in their high vibe way. We didn't have access to that. We just didn't know it. Okay. We didn't know about all of this uh, knowledge and wisdom until 1987. Okay. So it's kind of newish. And finally, people are really waking up to this idea that like, wait a second, we can actually print out like kind of a map. And I call it an owner's manual. That's what I do for my clients when I do a reading. Uh, There's an energetic owner's manual that you get that explains the high vibe and the low vibe of every single element of your chart. And when you look at your chart, there are nine energy centers. There are 64 possible gates. There are 14 different planets and where they were placed in the sky at the time of your birth. There are uh, 36 potential Channels now. I don't know anybody that has them all. Come on, Um, but you're going to have some some combination of some channels connected. Unless you're a reflector, you won't have any channels connected. You will have um, any uh, any of one one of I should say one of 192 different combinations that make up an incarnation cross. So there's just all these different elements that go into it that show you your energetic makeup, and so. When I sit down with you and do a reading, that's what you are. We're picking apart. We're analyzing the crap out of this. We're telling you every piece of the energy that you came with. And I'm showing you the the high vibe version and the low vibe version. And so you decide for yourself, what do you resonate with more? What sounds like me? Oh, God. Then you can start to see, crap, I am really jamming in the low vibe expression. And that's what I discovered when I first learned my human design. I discovered I was vibing in the low frequency of every goddamn piece of my chart. And it was a darkness. But the lightness comes when you realize, oh, wait a second. I just can make the decision to like move toward the light. There you go. I just can move toward the positive side, the high vibe side. I can do the work. I can use this as my framework to figure out where I need to do the work. Ba boom, there's a throat wound. Let's work on that. Ba boom, there's an identity wound. Let's work on that, and that's what we're going to talk about today: is identity, and direction, and self love. Okay, um yeah, most people don't know that they have come into the their lives into their into their bodies with powers, and. Uh, unfortunately they end up jamming in their low vibe and so they can end up just kind of reflecting outward what they think about themselves and so that can come off as judgment and criticism of us and we do the same damn thing so we're not we're not uh innocent so this is a really um an invitation to explore where you may be showing the higher or lower frequency of the energies that you have know this for sure each of us has the power to a recognize the low vibe version of our energy themes okay because we all came with a different mixed bag you could call them tools you know um we can each choose to stop associating with them or well we can't really we can't they'll always be associated with us we can choose to stop using them for those low vibe frequencies that they can show and awareness is like the only thing you really kind of need to recognize that they're happening in the first place make the choice to not be that anymore and then Remember, discover, pull out of the back of your dusty old closet, the high vibe version of your powers, the good stuff, the good stuff we all came with. Every single element, as I said, of the chart, all 64 of those gates, all nine of those energy centers, all 36 of those channels, all those planets, we can show them off in a good way or a bad way. And so we can just choose to be working toward the good way, right? Um, We all have the choice to align to that natural flow state. That's what our body intended when it first showed up in the world, naked and screaming and red-faced and all smushed from being our mama's bellies. We came out perfect, perfect and in absolute perfect flow, and it wasn't until we started getting in trouble and we got shamed and we had to start start to conform to different rules and incur different criticisms because of our family's beliefs or our community or upbringing or cultural beliefs that deep in our little tiny hearts we didn't know were out of alignment for us, but they maybe were. And so we just started to like, okay, well, I guess I got to live like this. This is it. That's all we got. And so we became sort of a dimmed version of ourselves. All right, so that's why today I want to talk about the G-Center in human design. Uh, Not not that G-Center that you might be thinking of or what we sometimes know and love as the G-Spot. That's not what this show is about. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, not talking about g and Special Sauce or Ally G or even Warren G. I'm talking about the G-Center in human design. It is the little diamond shape that's dead center in your chest, like right in that rib cage. Um, and it is, yeah, the diamond shape, it's kind of a square on its side, right below the throat, okay? This is the center for direction identity and self-love and it my friends is uniquely vulnerable to being conditioned um just to clear up some technicalities if you look at your chart and yours is colored in if it depending on where you pulled your chart from on my website it will be purple or gold colored um, that's called defined if it's colored in any color um, a lot of the other websites do like red or black. Um, if it's blank, if it's if it's left white, um, it'll be defined. I'm sorry, undefined or or what we call open. So undefined means you might have a couple of those numbers lit up in it, and there's like little. Um, lines sticking out of there. That's undefined. You do have some activation in there, okay? But it's undefined. If it's got no numbers lit up, that's open. That's what mine is. Um, Okay. So those who have it defined are gifted with the ability to understand their direction in life. They can see their path ahead. And these are generally people whose identity is somewhat fixed and consistent Um, it doesn't mean that they can't or don't shift and change. Of course, we all grow. We naturally follow a path where we shift and we change and we become uh, the fullest expression of ourselves, hopefully. Um, I'll give an example. So uh, (laughs) my brother-in-law actually has a defined G, and I I found it really surprising as we were talking about this that he has – He's a, he's a very, very self-assured and a, and, a, and a really confident sense of self. It's very, very innate in him to understand. He knows who he is and where he's going in life. But it's funny. He has a whole committee of different personas in his head. And he even gives them funny names. And so, like, he knows that he has to show up at work. He, like, runs a big department of, a like, a big deal corporation. He has to show up as, like, a certain persona. And so he has that guy in him and he gives him a name. But, like, he's a whole different guy. He is, like, obsessed with sweeping. Like, that's what he does when he's stressed out and he really likes a clean house. So he has, like, the guy who sweeps in his head. And I'm not going to share his name because they're just too personal and I don't want to, like, call him out. But he's um, also got, like... Like the guy who, um, he does like competitive mountain biking. There's that guy in his head. So he like pulls out these personalities and leans on them and just embraces them, completely embodies them when he needs to. And I think it's just like, that's pretty surprising. Um, I Likewise, like my husband has a defined G center. And I, he, he had no problem telling me that when he was in high school or junior high and he went away to summer camp, like between, you know, it was the summertime. And he, uh, he gave himself a different name. He just wanted to be someone different. And so he gave himself a different name and told all the kids. He didn't go to school with any of them. He didn't know anybody there. And so he just became somebody different that summer. But it wasn't like he ever shifted from who he, knew he, who he knows he is deep down and what he was doing. This is different for people who have the open G or the undefined G. We are absorbing other people's sense of identity and trying it on for size, kind of. We can shift and change as the wind blows. Our direction will shift and change. Um, It's not that we don't have a sense of self, but our sense of self is not consistent, um, we can go incognito. I told you guys yesterday about this, this persona that I have, this ridiculous comedy sketch character that I made up, Cousin Sherl. You know, I have no problem putting on a wig and slipping into that accent and putting myself on YouTube for a couple of minutes. Um, but that's like, it's a real, it's kind of a stretch. Like, is a stretch for me to step into that persona like I know that's not the real me um but the real me is is very fluid it's really change I mean it changes so and you guys probably hear it the way that my voice will show up one day to the next on this show like I just I don't have like the consistent Janine that's the podcaster Janine like I, I don't know it's weird um still sort of building a relationship with my G center because it's been so conditioned over my lifetime. And so what about you guys? So do you have a defined center or an undefined or an open center? Um I will I will say I see that people who have the defined G uh are kind of the people who know exactly what they want to be when they grow up like early on. Um and they kind of just follow the breadcrumbs that are sprinkled out ahead of them to know where they're going in life. Like the, it's the path, they know what's coming next, they know what they're working toward, where life is leading them. Um, the G-Center, interestingly, is uh, a, the place in our bodies what, what, <laughs> where human design calls uh, the home of the magnetic monopole. Magnetic monopole is a little teeny tiny magnet inside of us and it apparently has a one-sided magnet and so it is being pulled along a path by the universe okay now that's like is that is as far woo as we're gonna get today I promise we're not going any farther down the woo path than that uh but it is it is something that's really, really interesting. I think I've told the story before on here about the the book by Dr. Uh, Dwayne Dyer. And he wrote, a, um, he had a bunch of parents write in and little stories about their children who would have memories of past lives when they were little. And there was one little boy who was really sad about he couldn't fly. And um, he was crying and crying as he jumped off his bed trying to fly and and his mom was like what's the matter why are you so upset about this like you you can't fly and he he was crying and crying and then all of a sudden he was okay and he was recovered like quickly and the mom said what why why what happened like you're okay you sure and he said oh yeah I just remembered God told me I would get my wings back um when he put the Yeah, he said, I'll get my wings back. When he put the blue light inside my chest, he told me I would get my wings back someday. And when I read that about the putting the blue light in your chest, that immediately made me think of this magnetic monopole. It is the light, the pull that is inside of us. And you have it, whether you have an open or a defined or undefined G-Center. Um... The gift of those of us who have the undefined center, however, is that we are here to shh, to blow with the wind. We're here to be open to wherever the universe is guiding us. It may not be down one path. It is about sampling and experiencing different different ways of being in this lifetime. And that is beautiful. It is not something that we deserve to be shamed about or criticized about. So this is where I really want to drill into for people who are grappling with their identity. Whether, you know, you you're not sure about your sexual identity or your gender identity. Like these are huge issues. And for someone who is anticipating seeing their family who are Maybe very traditional, very old fashioned, very conservative. Like this can bring on so much terror and shame and worry. And so I really want to give people this empowerment to understand that your shifting identity is totally fine. It's okay. You are designed to have. An identity that is not fixed—you can be somebody today and somebody different tomorrow. That's okay. And truly, either way you slice it, you can be conditioned whether you have a defined center or not. Uh, You can be experiencing criticism and shame by others. Like, kind of, no matter what, and so we may all be walking around with a wound to our g center. And this is how I want you to think about things when you have to get together with family, um, because we all have encountered judgment, and I know that that just carries such a heavy punch when it comes from family who you're supposed to be able to love and trust and and confide in. And really, if this is who you have to spend the holidays with, like, shouldn't you be close and have? Mutual respect for one another. Um, I hope that this little bit of awareness can help you build an understanding for what they may be. You know, if you have an open G center, maybe your family member who is very critical of you has a defined center and they just cannot possibly understand what it's like to shift with the wind and be a chameleon. Okay. And so even just that little bit of awareness, um, I think, explodes open a new level of compassion for us. So let's talk about the conditioning of the G-Center. Um, this is or what some people call programming. Um, anything that causes us to become something we're not, to believe things about ourselves and about our world, which are false or skewed or limited or defeating. Um, and this can come from, here are some of the places, but not all of them. Uh, number one, society society like our collective culture has some weird ass rules that seem to get applied to everybody but they actually only make sense for a couple people um our parents expectations of who they think we should become if i hear one more person say that their parents wanted them and expected them to become a doctor or a lawyer and they all they wanted to be was a a potter or a fisherman i mean that is like like talk about crush your child's spirit expecting your kid to become something. Why can't we just let our kids grow into whoever the hell they want to grow into? Um and I will say I think the question that we ask our we everybody asks kids, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" It's the fucking most toxic, worst thing you can ask a child. Because I remember being asked this question. I was 3 and I was in I don't know if I was in preschool, um, but I, I I remember the sense of like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do I want to be when I grow up? I don't know. Like, am I got to be anything. I got to become something. Why should I know that now? Like, is there something wrong with me that, that I don't know that now? And so I was like on the spot and I answered, uh, I guess I said a triangle, and either i was learning my shapes or i i th- i think my memory is that i was watching uh, a lot of mr rogers back then and there was somebody on that show that was playing the instrument the triangle and i loved how it sounded and i thought that was pretty cool and maybe maybe what i meant was like i could play that instrument but here's what happened every adult in the room laughed at me it's <laughs> so cute huh <laughs> but i took that laughter as I I said the wrong thing, and that wasn't okay. My dream, what I thought was cool, playing the triangle—that's <laughs> ridiculous. Now I could have a, I could have had a really good career, um, but that—that's something that I sh- I immediately was like, okay, well I was wrong, and that was shameful because I got laughed at at three. I mean that's where this is how, like don't fucking ask kids that anymore. Okay, that's my spiel about that. Where else it comes from? Our antiquated educational system. Uh, God bless teachers today. I really, really, really value teachers today. But y'all have, you are smushed into a system that is so fucking antiquated. We're still using, okay, I just heard somebody talking about this yesterday. It was developed in the, in the industrial revolution in the early 1900s, what we use today still Because they needed laborers. They needed people who wouldn't question authority. They needed workers who could conform and could follow very simple rules to work in factories. And just perform one job all fucking day. That's what our educational system is breeding. And we are still using the same system as before. I don't care how progressive some of these teachers can be like because they are not allowed and I hear it every day because I fucking worked in one of these schools and they are they have their hands tied so tightly that they can't be as creative and progressive and uh, liberated from this old system as they want to be our teachers are brilliant and they deserve a bajillion dollars a year and their summers off but they aren't able to do the things that they want to do or they're so burned out that they're exhausted and so they're just giving our kids worksheets okay sorry I have so many rants so many rants uh it comes from the media think about the tv shows you grew up with and like what you learned about are you supposed to go to college are you supposed to get a job are you supposed to what path are you supposed to follow some of the like Suburban white uh growing pains and shit like that that we grew up with i'm talking to you know my fellow gen Xers like some of that was so toxic and it taught us uh, uh, just just like false limited ways of pursuing your life and of taking a direction in life so many places this those are just a few. Anywhere else that you might encounter some kind of belief system that just doesn't feel aligned with your spirit, but that you are forced to succumb to and absorb and take on and follow along with, that's what does it. That's conditioning. They It, they, it makes us play small and live in a way that's limited. Uh, we start believing stupid shit about ourselves. It's not true and the shadow comes out and we just feel shame and we feel embarrassed and we feel okay criticism we get criticized and so we start believing stuff about ourselves and that if we can't fit in and follow along then something must be wrong with us so this g center is one of the most i suggest it's i'm arguing that it's the most delicate part of our bodies and our spirits where we can really develop wounds around our self-worth and how much we are able to love ourselves, uh, false beliefs about who we think we should be, and deep insecurities about who we really are deep down. So, the G would require a ton of reprogramming and deprogramming uh, to remove those false beliefs and to remove that shadow, and that happens over time, but If stuff is still lurking in there, dealing with family who are going to criticize you uh, potentially, um, it it means you're walking into a situation where you're already vulnerable. And so how are you going to protect yourself? How are you going to stand in your worth and believe in who you really are and your worth and love yourself despite the fact that you might not have your life figured out, despite the fact that your identity might be in flux, despite the fact that you may have just dropped out of school um, or that you're just changed jobs and you don't have your next career like completely zipped up yet. You know, I'm raising my hand right along with you. This is is hard stuff. Um, I once had... uh, An uncle. This was at my grandmother's funeral in 1998. Uh, You know, it's a big Irish wake, and it's kind of like we all saw it coming. It was very sad, and I miss Mimi every single day. Um, But you know, there's like a lot of partying that happens with this kind of scenario, and it's like it was a, it was kind of a jovial environment. But anyway, um, that's not even relevant. I was having a conversation with one of my million uncles. And he, um, asked me how school was going. I was in college at the time. Well, (laughs) I actually had just dropped out for the second time. Um, it was my, this is my gap year, but he didn't know that. And so I was also very ashamed of it because back in the nineties, you didn't drop out of college. Um, I should have been graduating that year, but I just didn't, I was on the six year plan and, uh, I had taken a job waitressing full time to figure shit out and today I think people are a little more open to that like that's like there's it's honorable you know like pay your bills like good for you but back then it was shameful to drop out of school uh I didn't know what I wanted to do I had left a uh, I was at like a rural state college And, um, I wanted, I was like desperate to come back to the city. I totally couldn't stand the like fraternity culture. And that's all there was there. It was like that and cow tipping frat parties and cow tipping. Um, so I was desperate to get back to the city and like be where there was museums and bus fumes and symphonies and stuff like that. And so I was coming back to the city, but I just like, wasn't sure what to do. I had left, I had been a major in social work and I was like, well, but I'm really good at English and my professor said I was good at that, so maybe I should change. So I was like telling my uncle all of this naively, you know, like as though he would understand. He was super old school. And he looked at me and said, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just make up your mind and follow one thing or do one thing, something like that? But it was that. It was what is wrong with you. He just could not, for the life of him, understand where I was coming from and why this was so agonizing for me. And it wouldn't have been agonizing if I hadn't grown up believing that I had to follow one path and I had to have my my mind made up. Um, I I would have been okay with it, but I wasn't. And so it really, really hurt my feelings when he said that. And it made me feel so much worse Um, if... You are someone, uh, you know, who has the defined G-center. And it's not that you're shifting with the wind, but it's that your sense of identity is so powerful and so strong. And you know where you're going and who you are. And you demonstrate that as a child. Ooh, that can be a little too much for some people. Ooh, your sense of self, who do you think you are? That can be really off-putting for some people if you really show up as your full self because they're not secure in their selves, right? And so maybe you were uh, so self-assured that it put people off. Maybe maybe they thought you were inflexible because you knew exactly where you were meant to be going and you were going to do that thing, and so they called you rigid. Uh, maybe you were so committed to an endeavor or some choice that you made Uh, that it actually caused you to stay stuck on a path because you didn't know what else to do. You didn't know how to change direction. Um, Maybe your parents' wishes to become a doctor or a lawyer or something was so ingrained in you that you started following it even though you knew deep down that you wanted to be that whatever fisherman or get on the potter's wheel and so your heart just broke right and you have to probably dim your light to fit into somebody else's idea of who you should be and so that can be really really devastating um when when you like take a nail file and bathe like an emery board and you just like shave down the the parts of you that are are sharp for a reason and you have to fit into some kind of mold where you're more likable. It's a shame. It's a total shame. Um yeah, so either way, whether you've got that defined G or the undefined G, you're prone to conditioning, and so that makes it really hard to face other people. Um, but I think that once you are aware of where you are, okay? So so the first step is to like go get your go pull your chart. Uh, it's on my website, com. free chart, up in the right-hand corner. It's the first thing you see when you go to my website. Um, type in your birth details, and you need to know what time of day you were born, and um, as close to the minute as possible. And you need to know what city you were born in. Most of the time, that is not an issue for people these days. We all know where we were born. Um, but find out what your that little diamond in the center is it colored in or not? So you know what you're dealing with, okay? Which which of these that I've described so far feels more resonant to you? Um, and see what see what you find out. Um, some some if you've got the defined G, you're just like you're gonna probably not relate to this constant state of flux. <laughs> you know, um, it's it's hard for me to grasp what it's like to have a. A solid sense of identity and a direction that's consistent you know mine's shifting and here's the beauty of it is now I can embrace and I hope you can too the idea that like you're here to to experience all there is in life and you're here to sample the different ways that you can show up in this world and Here's what I could say. I, I, You know, after I had that um, that experience with my uncle that was so painful, I kind of had a little echo of it again recently. Like recently in the past year, I had a friend. This was I think after I ended the um, the Women Friends podcast and I started getting into this, human design. And uh, an actual friend said to me, <laughs> I don't get you. I don't get this. What is this with you changing jobs every couple of years? I don't get it. And it, it 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 was a little bit of a, of a zing of a sting, but I, it, it didn't hurt me this time so much, because now, um, this is what my comeback is, okay? And you can use this too, if you have the open G or the undefined G. Uh, if you resonate with this state of flux of your identity, here's what you say: "Oh, well, I have an open G. I'm not here in this body in this lifetime to follow one path. I am here to be guided to the next opportunity that's right for me. I am here to be free to show up as the person I need to be or who you need me to be in this moment. That is the beauty of my openness. I am flexible and free. What's your superpower? (laughs) Okay, so you can use that too. Um, Alternatively, if you have the defined G and you're getting into a little squabble, if somebody tries to criticize your life path or your sense of self, how much you love yourself, how dare you love yourself so much you define, gee, you can come back with this. Hey, I understand some people don't know where life is leading them, and I see the beauty in that, but that is not me. I am secure and assured in my sense of self, and I know where my path has taken me. It's cool you can shift and change, but my superpower is having certainty about myself And my way forward. I love using my ability to show consistency. To demonstrate for others how they can find their direction too. And I think that's pretty cool. You don't have to add that last part. I think it is pretty cool. See, so we can all just get along with the family. Regardless of who's throwing criticism. You can now put in your toolbox that like. You know what your G-Center is saying to you. And what it's there for and its superpowers. And you can give some grace to your family members if they're in their low vibration because you can maybe, and you can, you know, you're gonna to wanna to ask everybody what their birth time is to look up their chart because it gets to be a little bit irresistible. Uh, but this this really, like, even just the awareness that, like, we're different. Like, oh, yeah, we're different. The first time I learned about my design, I, I was, like, floored to understand that there was any other way of being other than the way that I am. <laughs> like, obviously. Obviously. But as opposed to, like, like, cultural differences and gender differences and, like, upbringing differences. No, but this is, like, innate, the innate stuff. There are actual differences the way we operate and think feel okay um let me give you before i sign off let me give you a couple of helpful what i think are helpful um journal prompts that you can ask yourself uh before to, to like sort of build a relationship with your g center and and explore over the next day or two three four days weeks whatever you want take your time with it um take a moment hit pause so you can go grab your notebook and your pen and uh yeah now here they are here's a question here's number one when have I shamed myself for feeling like a wanderer or for not being able to follow a steady path who taught me that that was shameful okay that's the first one When have I shamed myself for being a wanderer and who taught me that that was shameful? Number two, what would happen if I forgave myself for my lack of a clear direction? Uh, Three, what would or what does it feel like to be pulled along a certain direction? What if a greater power is trying to show me the way forward? Ooh, what might that look like? Can you listen to your heart and listen to your G and listen to your body trying to be pulled along a certain direction? Are you acknowledging that? Are you ignoring it? Are you disregarding what is really being yearned for deep inside you? All right, and number, I don't remember what number I'm on. Four, three, two, whatever. Can I let go of controlling the next step and the next step? What would happen if I just surrendered? Okay, here's another one. What might it feel like to trust that the right doors will open to me at the right time? Without me having to force anything. Huzzah! I gotta tell you guys, there's so much surrender coming up in my life lately that is like, I think that's what I'm supposed to just do. I think that's what we're all supposed to do. And it is so fucking hard. But surrender to what is. Surrender to what life is showing us, right? Right? Love it. Uh, guys, tonight's the full moon. And it's in gate 35, the gate of progress and change. Uh, do you have that in your chart? Mm, it's a good one. Okay, we're going to talk some more about some of these other areas in our lives, in our bodies, in our charts, in our families, where we can uh, have a couple of sticking points Um. And I hope to empower you guys with this, so that you have some tools to go ahead into gatherings, whether with friends or family, um, understanding at a whole different level through a different window you're looking at you're looking at life through a different window now when you're using human design uh you're seeing in in into the inner workings of humans in a whole different way, and I think. It's bursting open compassion and awareness and it is making the judgment dissipate and it is making the criticism be vanquished because like all we got to know is like, oh, we're all different. The end. Okay, so let's work toward the high vibe version of all of our powers and uh, give the low vibe a hug and say we don't need you anymore. Okay, if you guys are interested in a full in-depth analysis of your elements of your design, of your chart, and you want a little bit of quality one-on-one time with me, I would love to hear from you. I would love to create the owner's manual for you so that you have at your fingertips this total explanation of like the high vibe and the low vibe of your potential and so that you can start to see where you need to pull yourself into alignment and by the way i have loads more of these little practices um not just journal prompts but like all kinds of other things like i shared yesterday in the in the um throat wound episode um i do a lot more stuff like that with um actual like physical practices and other other places you can look to for support for handling anxieties and shame and fears and all this kind of stuff um to work through the wounds in your energy that are blocking you from all the good stuff okay so um i'd love to put that together for you individually these are all custom tailor-made um and i my my clients are finding them to be extremely useful and valuable. They go back to them for months and months and months and potentially years. We'll see, hopefully. Um, they're, you know, if you're a new parent or if you're a new grandparent and you got a baby coming into your life, uh, this would also be an absolutely helpful tool. Everybody has always said babies don't come with owner's manuals. Well, now they do. Okay, so give me a shout. Um, you can order an owner's manual online. My prices are going up in the beginning of Dece- of uh, sorry January in 2023. So order now. Book book a slot. Meet meet up with me. I'd love to talk to you and help you figure out your design and where you can start moving into the highest vibration of who you are meant to be. Okay, people. I'm going to talk to you again soon. We got more coming. Take care. Bye. Thanks for sticking around all the way to the end of the episode. I hope it brought you some ideas for ways you can reflect on your own life and some insight into how you can connect with your spirit. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one to uncover your unique gifts through human design, come on over to my website at janineellsworth.com. Book a session or sign up for my newsletter. I would be delighted to share space and energy with you there. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Janine, just like It Sounds. Till next time, be well everyone.